Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Stargaze Week 55 Creator Chat. Let's take a listen. All right, welcome everyone. I hope you guys rolled in from the previous chat and are ready for another Creator Chat. Can you hear me? We could. Success. Hello. Welcome. Thank you, people. Yeah, thank you for joining. Thank you for choosing Storygates to launch. Absolutely. We really love the community that's been built here and we're we're just super pumped. Okay, and Kitty Kitty Sprinkles is on as well. Hopefully you don't have any issues connecting this time either. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start with uh, some of the announcements and we'll get on to the creators. Uh, so last uh, announcements for the week, last week was our South by Southwest event on Thursday. It was very successful. We met a lot of creators and community members, some of who are in the audience, I believe, here even. Um, our splits contract uh, is active and the first project, which was BitKids, um, did use it. So now your um, primary Mint revenue and royalties can be split on chain. Um, there's a, an airdrop snapshot located within Stargaze Tools now, so one stop shop for that. Uh, there, on, on the governance side of things, we have a whitelist contract updates, um, the Ethereum airdrop proposition, uh, proposal, and the carbon neutral proposal. Uh, also on Commonwealth is to deploy the Cosmos coin flip game. Um, I believe Bernie from Pixel Wizards and Art3Mex from uh, Art Protocol are working on that. So uh, with that, I'd like to introduce the projects for the week. And it looks like we do have Kriti Sprinkles on. That's great. Um, first off, let's talk to Lonely Astro Club. Welcome, guys. Hi there. Yeah, it's uh, we're really excited for the mint. Um, I, I can't tell you how elated I am and how much work we put into everything, even up to the very last minute, making things as perfect as we can. Um, we're just we're really pumped to share our art and have people mint and see what they pull from the mint and just share everything we've created with our community and anyone who wants to to mint and celebrate with us yeah um can you tell us about your history kind of where you guys come from and and really the art some of the the stuff i've seen you guys looks really do looks really great awesome thank you yeah um so people know me online as lost in headspace you can call me lost i've uh and the co-creator is starry me and starry have been working together we, we've actually been friends for a really long time and we've always connected on our creative pursuits. Um, Starry has always been an excellent photographer, videographer, director, writer. Um, and me, I'm a illustrator first, and then I began my career in graphic design. Um, and yeah, we've we've worked on some other projects together. The idea for the collection was actually birthed from a comic book that we were creating together. Starry had this really um, incredible idea for this comic book and uh, was sharing some of his vision with me. We had some really inspiring talks and I was like, dude, let me illustrate this. And we started creating a story and felt that it was the perfect story to translate into an NFT collection. And not only just make it for the art, but to use NFTs and blockchain to tell the story. So we have um, 
we have animations, we have the comic book coming out, we have ways for the, the community to engage. But yeah, just um, on the onset, like we're just creatives at heart and we love collaborating and the space just feels like a perfect space to take our collaborations and involve a lot more people. Yeah, originally we're coming from uh, Terra. We were originally going to release on Terra and the collapse happened. And so Stargaze, I noticed a lot of projects were coming to Stargaze. So it was, I followed along and um, it seemed like a really great home for us after kind of checking things out and getting involved with some projects. And I like the vibe over here. Yeah, and I have to say, we've we've been illustrating this collection for like over a year at this point and trying to make the right move. And now it's finally that time. So it's it's been a really long time coming and a lot of hard work and passion and heart just put into this. So, yeah. So um, about the team, is it mainly you two or are there other people as well involved? We are the co-creators, but we have more people on our team. Um, a huge person that's been a really big part of our team is Clout. He's been um, an advisor in the space and he's just helped us make the right moves when we release things. We have Ecclesia has been helping us within our community and um, giving us some feedback as well. We've, we've had Encrypto, it has been a really big help with us as well. Um, we've involved some people in the animations as far as voices go. Uh, Egg Levin's been really a big help in that regard. Um, yeah, we've we're, we're pulling people along with us and having them become a part of our team and just yeah, we're really just aiming for excellent people who have lots of to provide and collaborate with on and give feedback. So we are the creators, but we're definitely opening it up to a lot more people to just help and become a part of the project as well. So the lore and narrative, right, are very important parts of your project. Um, can you expand about that? Um, what, like, what is the the starting point of the lore, and where do you see it going? Um, so the lore, in terms of the story itself, uh, it's about a group of astronauts who have bound to to banded together to go into the cosmos and essentially be sent on this mission to save the world. Um, we learn there's a lot of different little plot twists, nefarious things going on by the government. And along the way, you kind of follow these three main characters in their journey. And as we, you know, head out on this main mission, you, you see, a lot more things come to light that require addressing by our main characters. Um, right now, we're telling the story through chaptered animations. Uh, Starry's been really great with writing those, and he's been animating those. And that is just one part of the story, though. We are trying to tell the story in as many ways as we can. So it's easy for everyone to digest, but also to become a part of. So. The, the main stream of it is the animations. We have like little side missions that we've been putting out in our Discord that people get to participate in. It's kind of like a choose your own story, depending on how the, the community interacts with the story, determines what the next option is. So there's been a lot of writing in that regard from both of us. And sometimes there's things that we write that no one gets to see, but that's kind of the fun of it. Um, yeah. And then we also have ways to participate with your nfts or capture certain nfts through a bounty program where we've implemented this idea of a crew of three kind of similar to our three main characters and how capturing you know as a holder of nfts getting three nfts will also earn you an airdrop which expands the story creates a new experience and a new world that we'll go into really we've outlined where we want the story to go but we've created it in a way that is fluid so that we can con include community engagement in it and then um, once we get to the comic book 
it's going to go even deeper into the story. And we have some of those characters that are in the story are actually one of one animated one of ones in the collection. So there's um, there's something added to that as well. So the story is expansive and told in different ways so that people can experience it in different ways. They can participate. And yeah, there's just sorry if I'm rambling. There's just so much to tell about it. <laughs> No, it looks looks really really great. The the art and animations are great. Um, you know, talking about the animations, um, I'm curious why you guys decided to do animations or like motion graphics, I guess, before the comics. Uh, it's usually the other way around. You kind of have the keyframes, right, and then you animate those. Well, because <laughs> the, the animation. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And were you going to say something? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I used to do animation in college and I took like a good break from it. A good couple of years. And, um, the thing with video, it's just more, it's more engaging, I think, especially for Twitter and an audience. And it's easier to capture people's attention with a comic is cool. And maybe we can like really reach a broader audience with a comic. But as far as these animation goes, I think it really, it really gets people into it and it captures people's attention. Like the way social media is nowadays, it's, you know, it's just, it's just hard. And I, I actually enjoy it too. I actually enjoy making the animations a lot and I'm learning a lot and I think I'm getting a lot better at it. So the process has been really great for me personally. Yeah. You know, I, I always tell um, projects and creators to utilize more video content uh, because that's kind of where we're going and it tends to have more interactions. So very, very happy you guys are doing that. Also as someone who has extensive work, who's done extensive work on video, I do know how long animations and after effects can take. So um, I know it's no small task to complete what you guys have been doing. Oh man. And if you know, after effects, you know, how fun it can be too. just like making these things come to life. I, but yeah, like sorry was saying it's, it's easier to engage and, um, really consume our content when it comes to the animations and the comic book is just a chance to go really deep. So for those who are paying attention through the animations or are looking at even the collection art, we've hid some Easter eggs in there that tie into the main story that hopefully by the time you get to certain chapters in our story and you look at the pieces that you're holding, you'll be like, oh man, that part was included in there in some way. So yeah, it's like we want everyone to be able to engage on the surface level and then those who want to go deeper can certainly go deeper and experience an even richer story. Yeah. Um, what, what would you say were some of the most um, like su successful ways for you to grow your community? I would definitely say collaborating with other projects, getting um, feedback, not to, not to like, be so focused on our mission and our directive that we're forgetting about what people like. And so I think in a way it allows us to be reactive, but yeah, a lot of it's been collaboration. And I think that's really key in a space like this, especially for collectors that you want the people who are owning your, your collection to feel a part of it and feel like it's theirs and to also be excited about it. So can I add something to uh, that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Also lost and I are professional artists in, in real life and collaboration is a big part of our jobs. And I think it's something we get a, a lot of enjoyment from to kind of work with other creative people and come up with new ideas and kind of like, kind of put yourself in difficult situations where you have to figure things out. We really, we really thrive in those types of situations. And I, I get a lot of enjoyment from that. And um, it's been fun collaborating with these different projects and community members. And yeah, it's just, it's, we, we were able to create something new from doing that versus just doing something on our own. And I think that our professions do play a big role into it. I know that you know, I've actually been on set with Starry when he was filming something and it, and it's cool to see all the people involved. And I, I know I speak of this ownership a lot 
but it really is like when people can experience a story, whether it be, even if you were to watch a, a animated series on Netflix or a comic book or whatever, the deeper you get into it and the more connected you feel to it, I feel like the easier it is to make it yours. I know with my, um, I started with apparel design and in streetwear, the idea of like limited releases and collaboration play a big part into uh, why you love the brands that you engage with. So the collaboration aspect of it is just really huge. And we've seen it in other spaces and it just seems so fit for this one as well. Great to hear. Um, I want to now move over to um, Kitty Sprinkles um, with another kind of space uh, space project, Cats from Outer Space, that actually launched last week and minted out and is available on Marketplace. Um, they were not able to join our space due to technical Twitter issues. So um, welcome, Kitty Sprinkles. And tell us about your project. First time we've had someone uh, speak after minting out. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I thought it uh, didn't work again. I got scared for a second. So congratulations on the, the project uh, minting out. I think it took about three days, right? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so, Go ahead. I took about, uh, I think it was three or three and a half days, and we uh, didn't really do any marketing besides Twitter and uh, the community. And uh, how, how's it been going after the, the mint out? Um, I honestly haven't been keeping up with the market itself. Oh, it's been great. Um, there's a lot of trading going on, uh, trading volume. There's the floor is above mint price. And I'm thinking of having a trading volume contest possibly to give away a Owlies NFT. And I have rumbles every day to do giveaways for people if they weren't able to mint one. And this is your third project, I believe, in Stargaze? This is number four. Four. Yeah. So um, how has your style developed over four projects and what have you learned over the past four projects? So I started in November with the Genesis collection of Cats from Outer Space. I started on Stable Diffusion and used my own video card before Midjourney was really popular. And I didn't have Photoshop or any really good tools at the time. So I did the best I could with what I had. And I released a collection to build a community and wanted to reward the OGs from being there from day one. And they've gotten the airdrops of the Christmas cookies and then the cookie monsters. And then if they held three Genesis, they got the Gen 2. Is, uh, is this project just you or do you have a team associated with it? I had my buddy Paul working with me. He could do everything I can, but he got burned out and had a lot of personal stuff to deal with. So it's just me at the moment. So, um, so this is project number four. Do you have, uh, what are your plans for the future? I, I'm an artist, first of all, not a programmer. I do construction and kind of a mechanic. So I, didn't know how to do any of this in August. And I learned how to make a discord, make a Twitter, learned to use AI in multiple ways. And then I didn't know how to make an NFT. I had to learn how to make metadata and use studio. And I watched all you guys' videos and documentation and it's been smooth and fun. And I'm hoping to use chat GBT and make some friends and make my own possible coin flip game and turn the Genesis collection into DAO tokens that can vote which way the project will go. Sounds very cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been talking to Bernie um, about his coin flip game either. Uh, not really. I, I saw that he has one coming out and I'm very excited for that. I had an extra idea to add on top of it, but I don't want to promise too much because I'm not a coder. I need to either make friends with coders or, do a lot of learning on my own. Yeah, we're we're a friendly friendly group here. Um, all right, guys. Um, I want to open up the floor for any questions for 
Lonely Astro Club or Kitty Sprinkles from uh, Cats from Out of Space. Any questions? Lonely Astro Club, what was the most challenging part about getting this collection up? Um, I think the most challenging part about getting the collection up was making all the art align <laughs> perfectly, was making sure, you know, we're artists as well, we're not developers. So there was a little bit of a learning curve when it came to the metadata and actually launching something onto the chain. But, you know, thank God we've tried testnet multiple times now. Um, yeah, I think there's, there can be something said about challenges around every corner and with every bit of our experience. But I think it's just made us stronger and better. And yeah, it's the, the really big part of it is like the fact that you're putting something on the blockchain, that it isn't just creating the art. We know how to create the art, but it was that final piece and, and making the rarity and making sure that certain attributes were more rare than others or appeared less frequently in the collection. Yeah. Just to make it you, you um, initially. Yeah. Um, and uh, what would your advice be for new creators, uh, both of you guys? I, I would say for me, definitely to have patience. You don't, you don't, you're not in any rush to come out with anything. I think patience is a big part of it. And we took our time, like we've been marketing our project since like September on Stargaze. And um, I think it, you know, it's proof that um, taking your time and really thinking things out and building your your audience, you know, it just takes time and energy and you're in no rush to do it. And that's kind of the main advice I have. Mine would be to get involved with the community. Sorry, disconnected for a second there, but I think I'm back on. What was that last question? Sorry, yeah, Kitty Sprinkles, what were you saying? Oh, I would say um, my tip for new projects is to get involved in the community it's full of great people willing to help each other out and they'll answer any questions you have like sarah can's asked i mean he's answered probably like 20 questions just for me on uh all four of my projects the platform would be nothing without the community i uh would also say is don't give up we didn't make it our first try second or third it took us a few tries to get on the launch pad but the community they just they're like don't give up just run one more time and i was ready to give up but we went again and then we won and then we minted out in three days and last thing i'd say learn as much as you can um it's not just making the nft that's the easy part i'd say keeping the community engaged and building the community and just making them happy. I didn't even plan to have dogs in my collection, but one guy asked me if he could have a dog as his special um, one of one. And I made 12 of them and gave him the one that he wanted with his story on there. And I would say, yeah, just uh, make as many friends here as you can. And everyone just helps each other out. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. Um, we always tell people to keep on trying, especially during the community vote, which, by the way, I believe community vote is active right now. So the, the vote will start um, again tomorrow. Uh, and I, I also think it's important to say that you have been around, right? So this is your fourth project um, and your community continues to grow and develop each time. Um, you make a new project and you stay involved. Um, so that's, that's just means showing up guys, just show up and say, hi, that's what GM is about. Um, we've got network dial on. Sorry, Kitty Sprinkle, do you have something to say? Oh, no, I was just agreeing with you, giving you the thumbs up that, yeah, you gotta keep on keeping on. All right. Uh, network dial. Welcome. Hey, thanks for letting me up. Um, I did have a question and then Kitty Sprinkles kind of put it on a tee for me because it was going to be about community. And um, I know that um, Kitty Sprinkles, Lost and Starry have all gotten involved uh, with the network community. And we're really happy to 
have such strong community members who are also putting out content and um, you know, working with individuals throughout the network and throughout the cosmos and even other chains to get um, you know, community built and to, to do projects. Um, but really what I think was, you know, I've been a fan and some of us have been fans of Wrecked Gang and some other communities and they have really strong communities. They keep, you know, showing up every day to do new things, to innovate and to, you know, to grow the community and the culture. And I think just my question was maybe for Lost and Starry of Lonely Astro Club, like, what are your plans uh, for after the mint with the community? You know, um, <clears throat> how do you plan on growing some community? How do you plan on, um, you know, keeping the attention and the focus on uh, future parts of the project and, and things like that to spice it up? Lost you on? Uh, I think I think he's had issues. But yeah, I can Strong. talk about it. One of the big things that we have coming up is our is our portal airdrop. And um, one of the cool things we want to do with a lot of our utility is incorporate that into our story. So one of the chapters we have coming up is going to be directly related to that airdrop. And it's going to coincide like parallel to it. So I think that will be really fun. It'll be fun to kind of get the real life utility mixed with our story. And I think, I think people have a lot of fun with that once we get to that chapter in our animation. On a side note as well, Lost, are you on? Oh, I think he's still having trouble. Yeah, it's, we're having Twitter issues. Uh, he's, I've approved him to speak. Am I back on? I think you're back. Yay. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I, I randomly lost connection and then it wouldn't let me speak again. It's not just you. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> cool. Um, you guys were asking about what we have planned for our community. And I think I, I caught Starry saying something at the end. I'm not sure. Um, I, but, I was yeah. talking about portal airdrop, though, just so you, uh, just so you know what okay. I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, so we we want this story to get deeper and we want it to continue on. We we have activities that, you know, like I mentioned before, deepen the story and include engagement. We also have a bounty program that we're going to release which is it ties into the main story and how where the story is going to go and um we really just I know I talk a lot about the way we're going to tell the story, but that is how we want to involve the community and stay engaged. Um, but another thing too, is just we're the artists behind the collection and this collection is our child and we want to nurture this thing and have it continue on and create a lot of value for our community. And that's kind of something we've talked a lot about and ways to, um, keep people engaged and and have this continue to reap rewards, whether it be, you know, keeping the value high, but also giving back to the community. Um, that, that bounty program mechanism, um, we have a economy within Discord that people's engagement feeds into that economy. They, they can use this to earn rewards. Um, the bounty program kind of plays into that. And then we're using our treasury to also bring more. But I don't want to be too specific on all the plans we have yet, because I, I think there's something beautiful in the mystery there as well. But certainly we have so many talks throughout the week and we're constantly trying to build this thing up to go way beyond just the minting of the collection, but to respect the holders and make this theirs and ours and yeah there's just so much thought putting into it that we, we really want to make sure that this goes a really far away for everyone involved not just us and uh i want to add something there just as a side note i do want to shout out the network the network was one of the first communities i got involved with in stargaze and it really did feel like a home when I first got in there and it kind of reminded me 
of those early Terra days. And um, yeah, uh, they were very supportive early on. They helped, uh, they helped me a lot. And they were some of the first people that came into the Discord and kind of tested some of the things that we were doing, some of the creative story kind of engagement things we were doing. And it helped with the process a lot. And yeah, just wanted to shout them out. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Um, we, we recognized in the network uh, all the talent that you guys possess and the potential of this. And uh, we were just fortunate that we got to see it from the OG days and get involved. And just watching you guys build and watching what you guys are all about has just made, you know, that decision even better. So, you know, big fans. And we can't wait until the Friday Mint and to see where this project goes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man, we super appreciate that. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, we've got Hype on to um, on stage here. Welcome, Hype. Hello. Can you, you can hear me, right? Sure can. Hello. Um, I have a question for Kitty Sprinkles. Um, I know you said you're an artist, so I'd like to ask, will there be, like, any... Well, here's the first question. Have you experimented with like making other kind of art and will you be making like art um, under another name other than like Kitty Sprinkles? Hello, hi. Uh, I actually used the oil paint and I made metal sculptures. I actually had um, a feature in Winwood of Art Basel of 2014. I had some of my metal sculptures in there. Um, I love making art and I would love to kind of drop not as many projects as I can, but I want to keep dropping new projects and see what people like the most. Um, I'll probably keep the same name just so brand recognition, you know? And, and will that just be like still cat related or are you going to be like experimenting with like other, other subjects? Um, the version three is not really in the future unless the people really want it. I've looked at cat pictures for about five months straight and I'm ready to move on to the next thing. I, I, I hear that. I hear that, man. Thank you. <laughs> Kitty Sprinkles. Yeah. For, uh, for this project, um, did you hand draw a lot of these elements to, um, to feed into the AI? I actually did the first gen on stable diffusion back in August, um, September, October, November. I messed around with AI for the first time. I didn't know how to do any of it before that. And then you can see right at the end of gen one, I uh, got mid journey version three. So you could see how much better everything looks. And that was kind of like a taste of what's to come in gen two. I almost, didn't do the gen one because it just, I thought it looked too bad and too low effort, but I decided to drop that first and build a community and whoever supported me right off the bat would be rewarded with airdrops as we went along. And when I got to gen two, um, mid journey version four came out and you could see it's amazing. And then I bought Photoshop and learned to use that and had to edit out like almost every picture had a tail floating in space or whiskers like coming out of the forehead and all this weird stuff that a lot of people that don't make AI art, I don't know if they realize how much you have to fix and like Photoshop out to make it look like a really good, useful picture. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually use mid journey as well for the animations and a lot of that process almost takes longer than doing the actual animation because there's just so much tweaking involved and I'll have to bring it into Photoshop and I'll have to like fix the hands or I'll have to fix like, like the eye double eyebrows or little, little weird things that just pop up in AI. But you know, I I've been testing V five uh, recently and I, they, they seem to get the hands correct, which is good. And uh, I actually did, I was up till 5am last night uh, finishing this latest animation and uh, a lot of those new renders in there are from Midjourney, the V5 version. So it, it kind of looks a bit different, and I got I to gotta figure things out and 
it's 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 like every new version that comes out i gotta like readjust a little bit <laughs> so i had a little tidbit to, to throw out there too um and starry was saying thanks to the network and we really appreciate that um but he a little known fact is starry's actually been a part of the network for a long time and a while ago, if you all remember, we used to have our icon, our PFP, which was like a TV um, with like rainbow colors. And we threw out to the network a while ago, hey, can anyone do uh, a logo for us, custom logo and be creative and create a network logo from scratch? And Starry actually created and drew the current PFP on the Twitter profile, our network satellite. So he's been a big help, and I'd like to just thank him as well for his contributions to our culture and uh, you know, for being such a great member of the community. So just a little known fact, Starry's been involved and in the, the network satellite is actually his child. So uh, he's very creative and him and Lost together, I think we'll, we'll continue that on, on Cosmos. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate that. I, I had a fun time with that. I also draw as well. Uh, my art is a little, a little more cartoony, I would say. So it kind of fit, it fit the network vibe a little bit better. So yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I actually had a question for yeah. Kitty Sprinkles. Um, it's amazing to hear that you're an artist that pursues different mediums. And uh, it's crazy to hear that you've already created so many collections. I'm curious to know if you can speak about you know, what the experience is like curating a collection, because I, I think sometimes people hear about AI art and, and don't consider the effort that even goes into that, because a lot of that is, you know, it sounds like you've been in a gallery space, speaking of Art Basel, and a lot of the curation is what creates the overall art experience. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit or speak on your experience in that regard? Oh, my experience with Art Basel, um, uh, for the artists who've been in it, they have Wynwood and then they have the convention of Art Basel, where the convention center is more the people that paid to get in and it was more corporate and the Wynwood is the more um, artsy folks and the local artists and um, switching from physical media to digital i kind of struggle with it i'm learning to draw on the pad still it, it's like a disconnect for me to to use my hand and draw on a pad and see it on the screen instead of just painting right on the canvas um i think in terms of curation for the 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 ai uh, it may be about how like for example like how many outputs do you get and then how do you narrow them down um, like, what's that process look like? Well, I'm sorry. I, uh, for stable diffusion, it was way different. There was more code and you had to download six gigabyte files and run it on your video card till your video card ran so hot it almost shut down. And then when you get to mid journey, you do them one at a time where on stable diffusion, you could set it for 500, but you're probably going to throw away like 450 of them and then edit the rest. and it almost gets to be a process where you're almost wasting more time throwing out, deleting and restarting and fixing what you did on the old AI. And now they all look so good that it's um, almost photorealistic, except for the six or seven fingers and the extra teeth, but they're even fixing that on mid journey version five. So I think it, uh, it's going to go back to the hand drawn and people are going to appreciate that more than the ultra realistic AI stuff. But you can also run AI to look hand-drawn, as I've done in my stuff. And there's so many weird styles that are yet to be created. And the color schemes and the things that are just impossible, but AI can dream up. Yeah, so um, moving from you know probably one of the most traditional forms of art, oil painting, to one of the newest forms of art, uh, AI, that was like a bit bridge to cross. Like what made you want to to take that giant leap i'm in a lot of 
like alpha groups for pre-sales and stuff. And a lot of them in there were talking about AI pre-August. And I was always interested in it and never really knew how to get started. And I figured it would just be too hard, too much coding. And I didn't want to really get into it. But as I saw Stable Diffusion and Midjourney, Midjourney made it very easy for everyone to come in. You just go on Discord and almost just type words in without prompts anymore. Democratizing art creation. Okay. Um, yeah, guys, um, do we have any more questions for Lonely Astro Club or Kitty Sprinkles or Stargaze? Um, Speak now. Wait, I have a question for Stargaze. Um, I haven't kept up with any of the updates at all. Um, when's, uh, I believe the the contract has passed. Do you know any time for the the one contract where you can just keep adding on NFTs? I forgot which one was that. The the one of one mentor? No, the one that PS Labs was doing. So the that one is actually going to be replaced with the one of one mentor because they essentially have the same functionality. Oh, okay. So that one it would uh it will still fall under like the one where you can create a collection and just keep adding to it, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be one collection instead of it going through a mentor. Um, it'll be airdropped to, it'll be dropped to the, the creator's wallet. And then from there, um, the creator's free to do with it what they please, send it to another person or list it for sale, um, or most likely uh, a timed auction, which is also very close to being completed. Okay. Do you have any, like, um, is that, like, ready already, or...? Close, very close. <laughs> so uh, the, the contracts are done, right? So building it into the indexer and the front end is what's being worked on right now. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, and uh, and I do believe the reserve, the timed auctions still do need to be audited. Ah, uh, okay. Um, do you know any pricing costs on that? Would it still be like 3K or...? Uh, it would be it would be lower, right? Um, so the the idea for the one of ones is that it's a lower entry cost for you to create a small collection. So um, it'll be also the fees will also be adjustable by governance. So just like the collection creation fee was um, was changed to three thousand, uh, this will also be able to be changed. Um, there will be. The way we're thinking about it is that there would be a cost to create a collection, right? And then a cost to add on per NFT. So the the creation fee will be lower, um, and then the cost to add on will be, um, like we don't know yet, right? Like maybe a star, half a star, five stars. It'll be adjusted by governance. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I just seen uh, all the, the props going up, so... I usually expect them to go like everything to go live within like the same week that the prop passes. I was just making sure. Thank you, Ron. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the contracts are pretty much there. It's like everything else that to use a contract is, uh, is what needs to be built. Um, okay. We've got a question from Calico. Are you in? Yes. Um, I had a question. Um, yeah. On, on the one of ones when, um, <clears throat> hold on, shoot. My brain just, what, 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 hold on real quick. Sorry. Okay. Um, while we're waiting for Calico, <laughs> uh, does anyone have any, any other questions or comments? Anything for lonely Astro club okay. in their Sorry. narrative? Okay. <laughs> I, I remember. Okay, when when you put them on the marketplace, how is that going to work for um for the small collections? Let's say I only want to put out like five really high price ones, right? Um, mm -hmm. w will it still or or even like if a if a single one wants to go, will that just be searched on the all just like the normal big mints, or are there, are you going to have a sec separate section for those? Yeah, so um, that's what needs to be built, right? In terms of the UI, and so that's what we're talk. Uh, that's what we're discussing internally. What that's going to look like. It makes sense to have a different section, right? Um, 
but maybe to to get everything up, the collections will be listed on marketplace, and then there will be a separate maybe stream for one of one mint uh, one of ones that are being created. Um, but yeah, the display and the discoverability is uh, uh, is something that that we need to build out. Uh, also, the timed auctions, right? So those will be in a will need to be in a separate section. Ideally, I think they would be. Um, filtered by ending soonest, right? Similar to an eBay-style auction. Nice, nice. Okay, thank you so much. Sorry, I'm at work, so I got a million things going on. But thank you so much for answering that question. <laughs> yeah, and always feel free to drop your, your suggestions or comments in. Uh, all right, guys, any, uh, any questions for Lonely Astro Club or Kitty Sprinkles or Stargaze? I actually uh, do have a question for the Stargaze team. Uh-huh. So I was wondering if it's possible in the future, I would love to reward the NFT holders with um, staking rewards. I was wondering if that could be worked into Stargaze Studio somehow, like instead of royalties, it goes to the holders of the NFT instead of to me. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I think that should be possible with the DAOs. So what you're saying is you want the royalties just to be redistributed back to um, stakers of your NFT? Yeah, to the holders of the NFT, or uh, if they can stake the NFT, then they get the rewards instead of it going to me, or we split it, or however uh, it works out for the project. You know, uh, I think you should be able to do that with DAOs. Um, we do have the splits contract, like I said, but because the holders would be updated um, frequently, that wouldn't work. But yeah, I think I think that should be something that is possible in, in the DAO. So you basically create a DAO, right? Um, and then um, and then people could stake their NFT in that DAO, and then you'd have those those addresses that could be distributed. The basically like the the royalties would go to another address and those be redistributed to the people who stake them. So yeah, no, I, I think that's possible. Uh, we, have, we have had similar requests as well. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think that will be it for our space. Um, Lonely Astro Club and Kitty Sprinkles, is there anything you want to leave us with? Um, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to have our whitelist tomorrow and our public mint is going to be on saturday uh, it's going to be at 7 utc um we're really excited for people to join our community if you head over to our page and join our discord we'd love to have you guys and if you're there for if you made it on whitelist let's go if you made it on public we can't wait to have to see what you guys pull so drop in our discord after you mint some nft show us what you got we're excited to, to share in the love and see what kind of combinations everyone comes out with. Uh, we're just really excited to to finally share this with everyone and for everyone to grab their NFTs. So please make it before we mint out. We, we're really excited for everyone. Thank you. Um, Kitty Sprinkles? Yeah, uh, same here. I, I tell everyone if you minted or bought a Kitty Sprinkles, nft um cast from outer space 2 or the genesis to come to the discord we have rumbles every day with prizes and we're doing a giveaway for uh the doghouse and every other day we have a giveaway and the more people that enter the bigger the prize gets um and the link is in the twitter and just come on through and Tell us what you'd like to see in the future. Thanks a lot. Uh, and we've got a final speaker here with Pixel Wizards up. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Um, yeah, I just came up to speak and to talk um, uh, to wish the, the Lonely Yester Crop all the best of luck uh, during their mint. Um, they have a really amazing collection. Please do mint wizard hats, uh, Lonely Astros, because they are really amazing. And uh, yeah, just uh, let's go. Uh, I'll be minting myself for sure. So, uh, and probably some to give away later for uh, for our holders. So. Thanks, Bernie. We really appreciate the support.
Yeah, no problem. Happy to help. Yeah, thank you, Bernie. Um, and thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, have a great Freshman Friday tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Stargaze Week 55 Creator Chat, recorded on Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. I should mention, if you go to stargazespaces.org, that'll take you right to all the Stargaze spaces. Right? Pretty handy. I know, I know. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Where was I? For terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening and like all this cool shit, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows I guess you could rap on cameo I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties Huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. They can't even say they're making, they say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish Ah shit now you only got two left you know what i wish we didn't have any loose ends you know what i miss listening to excuses now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose that's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog like a fake mate and call at the zoo it's looking like the view is getting disappointed too i'm working on the new shit trying to produce it's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music.